Welcome to the Dagab Show Season 2, and here we go! And take it away, guys! Yeah! Dagab, coming back at you for another week. Thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. I am one of your co-hosts, Luck, this week, and excitedly, I have with me... Glenn, hi. Glenn, everybody! Yay! Hey. Good right. to be here. Glenn is back on the show after, uh, let's call it a hiatus. Hiatus. Yeah, uh, special assignment? A long special assignment. A very special assignment. Yeah. Uh, as always, uh, check out dadgabshow.com for all of the latest dadgab. You can check all the old episodes. Uh, any blogs that have been written recently by anybody, although there's only been two people that have written blogs yet, so either way. But you can always check out French's Mario Countdown, which is still ongoing. So um, we may be ongoing with that till Christmas, but it is still ongoing, okay? He's so, thorough. Give him, give him credit. The, the guy is. is thorough. So so make sure you check out dadgapshow.com. Or, or, and I can't stress this enough, people. I cannot stress this enough. You could just subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts, too. And you get the latest ad gab every week as soon as it's posted. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. All right. Plugs are done. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. I mean, it's good. It's all good. What's up, man? I'm thirsty. I think you might need yours as well. So let's uh, let's it's talk. It's been a twenty minutes there. All right. <laughs> what do you What do you got? What do you got this week? Uh, I have a summit. It's uh, kind of the OG of the area. I think I've had them before. It's a cabin crusher. Uh, cabin stuff is a big thing up here. You go up north to the cabin. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Colt style ale with lemon, and it's uh, it's a low ABV, I believe. So you know, it's a crusher angle here. So yeah. Okay. I have a, it's that time of year. It's that time of year. So I have a Leinen Kugel's uh, Oktoberfest. Ah, yes. Nice. Here we go. So, cheers. Cheers. Um, I think you listened to the show last week. We have, um, ooh, that was a face. The lemon is just too much on this thing. I don't a lot know. Of, a lot of citrus on that one. A lot of citrus. I don't know. I got it in a variety pack. I love Summit, but this one's just weird. I don't know. So I, I, I think you listened to the show last week, right? We've officially renamed the intro segment. It's called Cheers now. Okay. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. hear that part of the show, or I wasn't paying attention enough. Yeah, that's cool. I like it. Cheers. Oh, so we're cheers. cheers. It's the first part of the the first segment is always the Cheers segment now. That's nice. I so, did listen uh, last week. I. Uh, it was funny how the conversation about me and uh, Pickham <laughs> evolved, and it evolved real time because the text messages that I was sending was while I was listening to it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's I had awesome. this realization that Mike was like standing like behind me, basically, and putting me as his human shield to not have to do this Pickham thing. Yeah, that's exactly what was going on. And so then that's when I was like, I'm going to do it. We're going to do this. And then immediately you guys started talking about how you realized that maybe I might just do it out of spite. And I did out of spite. <laughs> well, that was my thought. Like, <laughs> you, you know, if you put this on Glenn, he is 
conniving enough that he will <laughs> he will turn on you like a bad tag team opponent and make you do something. A bad tag team. That was a great one. <laughs> I'm here for you, Mike, as your bad tag team opponent. <laughs> or tag team partner, really. <laughs> yeah, I said opponent, didn't I? Yeah. Partner. Partner. Bad tag team. They turned on you, became a three-on-one. <laughs> I'm not even going to make a joke there. We're just going to let that one go. Okay, I could, I could, yeah. All right. Hey, I have a question for you, though. Yeah. Um, I saw some brew pubs around you were closing, like some major ones. Uh, yeah, uh, Surly is the that, real okay. big one. It's yeah. a beer hall. It's the destination beer hall, and it's ridiculous and huge. Uh, yeah, and they're they're closing the beer hall. The brewery is still the production brewery, and there's still right. in it. But uh, it's such a social place that it kind of makes sense. There's also some potential unionization uh, stuff that may be shenanigans. They might be closing in response to. I there's a you. lot of drama, it appears. But uh, it's unfortunate. The whole thing's unfortunate. Okay. I Was that the one that you've gone to that you've talked about? Or... Yeah, I meant to take you there. Did I ever do that? I must not have. Yeah, it's yeah. a great place. Really interesting. Really uh, g good beers, good food. Really good food, actually. Uh, real cool outdoor space. We went to a concert there. That's how big like the okay. grounds are. We saw oh, wow. Um, what was it of monsters and men there? It was really good. Okay. It's cool. It's a cool place. Um, yeah, I think the, the lady luck and I need to do an adult Minneapolis trip sans the kids at one point. Yeah. There so, you go. Uh, Come on down. Um, you know, when it's safe to travel. Right. Of right, right. As, as my eight year old is behind me saying, no, no, <laughs> go away. <laughs> Do you want to say hi to the people? She wants to be on the show so bad. Hi. Hey. one. <laughs> so, yes. Um, I was looking for the pick'em. Did you get the Thursday pick'em right? I did. Did you get yours in? Yes. Okay. There was one person who didn't get them in. And I thought for that a second was, it was you. And I was like, what the heck? That was the, like, um, to create the dad gab league i signed up with the, like a dad gab account oh okay gotcha if that makes sense yeah yeah um so the dummy account or whatever yeah 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 i think everybody got it right and richie was happy of course yeah of course um so they so they it, it's big news around here at least they they opened up the sports book at the local casino and so they're they're doing all these crazy odds and things to get people betting online and and yeah. the app and stuff. So that was going around uh, school this week. Like people texting other people promo codes here. You you get fifty free um, dollars to bet and and stuff like that. And then you get into it. So that was interesting. And then with the with the Thursday night game, um, some of the odds were like. Uh, you could do a max of a $5 bet, but, and as long as the chiefs didn't lose by 101 points, you won 125 or something. Um, yeah, Weird. just crazy stuff. Well, it was more like, um, basically give away money, but make you pay attention to like kind of 
Yeah, and you yeah. can't withdraw it too because it counts as like credit on the site, to where you could bet again with it, but you couldn't actually withdraw. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Until you actually won like legit type things. Yeah. Huh. So that was that was going on around here Thursday with with all the stuff. So yeah, I uh, I listened to the I have the MLB app and I listen to the Cubs uh, the usually the radio uh, feed. And mm-hmm. I heard a lot of the Illinois sort of sports betting stuff. And I was like, oh, a hundred bucks for, you know, I even kind yeah. of got a little like, oh, that sounds a little interesting. I don't know. something I might, but um, you know, I can't do it because you have to be an Illinois resident. But. Right. Or be in Illinois. I think you just have uh, to be yeah, in the state. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I probably spoof my VPN or something. But, you, I'm sure that's not worth it. Um, I, I, I'm ex- I like it. Uh, why not? I always said, why can't I go put, you know, lose my $5 on the bears or whatever every year. So uh, every time we always ended up near casinos, you guys, I was always, I always had to pull you guys to them. You were, you guys were tended to be reluctant. Uh, I don't like the part with my money. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. There's not that much there. Okay. So I, I don't want to, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> Just, but then, uh, I guess I've only been, I, I've been with you and, Maybe just you that I've been to a casino with. I'm not going to lie on that. And I have one five minutes from my house. It's not like it's far. Um, although they are with the, the news, the new sports app, they're supposed to have a sports book open. And I guess it opened on Thursday. So that is more intriguing for me to go and do rather than go play the, the slots yeah, or, yeah. or whatever. So. And I assume the room or whatever, when it's non-COVID times, could be interesting. If has, I assume they have a room somewhere that has a bunch Ooh. of like TVs, and that could be really cool. Right, right. Like a bar I, atmosphere. I said this last week. I think that's one of the the pulls. I think that would get me to Vegas is to go to the to the the sports book and just bask in the honest of the the amount of energy going on at that time. Like yeah. I can't even imagine what it would be like during. Um, let's say March madness there with, you know, 32 games going at once. These guys just won big cause they've had some prop bet and these guys just lost big and yeah, it's the craziness of it. That's oh, kind of fun though. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, wasting time there cause I was pulling up the pigskin pick them, uh, rank on the computer. And yes, everybody got that hundred percent. So, uh, what else is new? How was the, how's the child? He's good. He's he's big, getting bigger. He's weighing yeah. like fifteen pounds. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's, well, it's crazy how fast it goes on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm on. A, I'm in the middle of a month parental leave, where it's just me and him and the dog at home, and it's uh, it's good. It's going good. Nice, nice. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. How's the how's the dog doing overall? He's good. He's uh he's present, but not in uh, the little guy's face. And uh, he started sympathy howling, uh, wherein when uh, he uh, is crying, uh, Abe will like howl. Okay. Like oh, like like he's like sad for him or something. You should you should video that. I want to see this. Uh, I I have some. I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Um. You've got some segment ideas, which I'm super stoked about. Yeah, because yeah. Nobody brings ideas here, okay? <laughs> yeah. Mike, Mike brought the idea last week. Fabulous idea. We want more ideas, okay? I'm not an idea guy. Yeah, right. algorithmic. It was beautiful. It was just, uh... 
Yeah. Uh, all right. You want to get to it? Yeah, let's get into it. And welcome back. Uh, we have Glenn here with us this week. Super excited still. Hope you are. Hope you're having fun hanging out with us. We've got uh, some crazy segments coming up. Lots of fun. Lots of fun ahead. Uh, Glenn, uh, he in our little pre-show meeting, he said he had two ideas. Uh, we're going to talk about the first one now. And I can't really explain it to you, so he's gonna he's gonna help you out here. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I've had a little bit of time on my hands, um, you know, between you know, while the kids napping and letting my mind wander, especially with COVID and things like that. I realized I have this like personality trait or something, where I have like these dreams slash fantasies slash obsessions, and I mean like PG rated style, like where I have like a couple of things. Don't lie, you have the other ones too. It's Whatever. okay. But, okay, but I mean, like, so I'll give you a couple examples, uh, and then I have questions, and I actually think you, Luck, are perfect for to be uh, co-hosting this because I think you have these as well. Okay. Uh, so, so one of them I had two years ago, uh, which I still kind of had this idea. I live about a mile from a lake. I have this idea. I'm going to portage a mile to do my to be my workout, and then uh, canoe, you know, mm -hmm. and then portage back. It's just a crazy idea. I keep thinking I have it. I I changed out one of the uh, bars in the canoe so I could have this different portage thing. Mm -hmm. I, and I I haven't done anything. I haven't I haven't done doesn't that what, hasn't hasn't moved forward at all. It's just this what, idea. What's stopping you? What's, uh, okay, what's let me give you a couple more examples and then we go into that. So all right, all right. Um, this other thing I keep doing. I have this like crazy. I had this idea because we're a one car family and I like to bike. And this crazy idea about having like this like stable of bicycles. So I've always wanted a <laughs> bicycle. Uh, with the kid, I wanted a like bucket bicycle, like the ones I forget this is a Dutch name, but like there's like a bucket in front. It's kind of like uh -huh. a, uh, like a wheelbarrow. Um, and like all these other ideas, like I don't know why. Why do I? Why do I need a foldable bike? Why do I like? I just want like this, this sort of this obsessiony thing. So I was like, I was you know bored. Uh, not bored, but I don't know. And uh, you had time, you had time. So I got back up on this tandem idea, even though my child is, you know, what, three and a <laughs> half months old. Uh, and my wife actually supported it. And then uh, nice. I went and we got one recently. Nice. Uh, and I got a little bit overzealous. And I think I probably, it didn't spend a lot of money, but uh, I probably shouldn't have gotten the one I got because uh, it's a little bit of a project that needs some work. Uh, but then I almost immediately started obsessing about this bucket type bike and like, what's wrong with me i gotta fix this handle. <laughs> okay and then my third example is um next door is like an app i don't know if people use that yes. but it's, it's, yeah, well, real, yeah. it's a mess with comments and things like that that's also another problem i have is this like reality tv like style like uh, uh -huh. can't look away so, sort of commenting but the part i like lately is uh getting free stuff and i've assembled uh a bunch of free things for my child for when he starts biking uh which is like are you getting free stuff yeah there's like a section it's like there's like a it's like the on, like facebook marketplace but it's usually not as good like there's less stuff but it's super hyper local usually and, i need to check this out yeah and then see this is perfect this is exactly what you would like uh so i kind of obsessively track that uh i've gotten uh a kid's bike a tag along uh, a burly impressionation um what else have i gotten uh, a breast pump 
like all sorts of stuff. Like, oh, I got a Cubs pennant the other day. It's really cool. Uh, so, uh, I'm kind of like obsessed with like looking at this and like, oh, what? Oh. But I don't know why. Like, how did, it's this thing. So, I guess, I guess what I'm seeking is, are these? Is this obsession to actually misdiagnosed goals? Like, should I be changing these into real goals and actually like making a plan and actually doing something, or is it okay that I've like spent this weird energy that I don't know? It feels wasteful at times. Um, I, you know what I'm going to call these? I'm not going to call these obsessions. I'm going to call these projects. Okay, they're projects. <laughs> projects. Okay, like okay. every dad has projects, right? Like your dad always had a project. You're like. I'm going to get to that someday. Right. Okay. So these are just projects. Okay. So, uh, because, because they just come up after something happens. Right. So like the bike thing, you, you needed a bike, you found a bike. You're like, you know what? I want to add on to this other bike. It's a project. You want to assemble your bikes together. So I'll give you an example from me as it's been an ongoing one. So we have, um, but these aren't like – hold on. I'll hold an example. I'll finish my explanation first. This is terrible right now. This is awful. Um, That's right. So it, it, it's not an obsession or it's not a, like a long-term deal, right? Because like – and I'll get to – I'll explain it how, how I'm seeing it. So we've got a dining room table. So this dining room table we have, which I got from my mom who got from her grandfather. So it's like oh. – it's cool. A uh, hundred year old oak dining room table. Right. Now it needs refinished. It doesn't have any chairs. All well, the chairs kind of rotted out with it and things like that. So we have the table and we protect it. We, we always have like two or three tablecloths over it that we're using it, but we're protecting what's left because at some point we need to get it refinished. And then I need to find chairs to go with it. So obsessively, or like you, like you've said, obsessively on Facebook marketplace, I look for dining room chairs for people so I can fill out the table eventually yeah. so I can have the chair. So I feel like it's the same thing, but I check it like every day. Uh, another one is my, uh, my, my rec tech uh, smoker grill, right? So I'm always looking on um, Facebook for like, I need pellets for it. Or, you know, if anybody has pellets for sale or if I need uh, uh, some sort of accessory, something like that. Yeah, I get it. It's just a project, man. It's just a different type of project. <laughs> so uh, the prob a problem I feel like I've realized is like the time. There's always time. Like there's there's I, time feels even more of the essence lately. And it feels uh, in smaller bits than maybe before. Like, like you have five minutes here, five minutes there. Like five minutes is great to obsess about looking for chairs or looking for this kayak, which is another thing I've been tinkering with for some god reason. Because <laughs> uh, th that's when I gave up on the portage idea. It's like that's going to take too long. Now, if I had a kayak, I could probably put that on a on a trailer behind my bike. And I started working this whole new angle of like, wow, I should do this. Mm -hmm. Like the man of like a shifting of a goal. See, exactly, it's a project. You're trying to work it out. You're trying to figure out how. The two things are going to fit together, and then you're going to go ahead and finish it out. It's a project, I, but it feels like this one's actually been like two years running. It's not. I'm not going to finish it. I'm just going to even talking about this. I'm probably not going to even figure this out. And is is that okay? I, I don't. I guess I'm. I guess I'm a like therapist or something. Like, is that okay? I think it might be okay. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? You're not doing anything bad. Do you think you're just wasting time? Is that you feel bad you're wasting time? Yeah, I, I think I have a, a real strong problem uh, 
like with leisure time, like, or cause like, it feels like I should be doing something else. Like there's something I should be, you know, the house is a mess or the kid, I, uh, you know, I probably should pay attention to the kid more. Or like, I have like, I have like a leisure time guilt. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe it is. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, I, I don't know. like that feeling. I'm not sure what leisure time is. So <laughs> is, that, is, that, um, is that after nine o'clock when the kids are in bed and I get an hour before I go to sleep? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so we have, we, so that's when we uh, have our uh, lady luck and I usually have a TV show. We're trying to get through. So uh, that's like our hour of, all right, we're going to get an episode in. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, another, that's another project we have. Okay. So it's all just projects. How many projects can you get done? Okay. Yeah, but it should, should leisure be projects? No, but apparently our minds need some sort of other stimuli than what's going on. So that's taking the place of that. I'm getting yeah, psychological here on you. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I get, you know, even like a, a show, you feel like a sense of accomplishments when you finish something. Finishing, mm -hmm. like binge watching a show, you feel accomplishment in doing that, I think. And that's kind of that project like, like completion bonus in your head. Now, now as part of this, part of, the, part of this, is it the famous Glenn commitophobe type? I don't want to commit all the way to this. Oh. This, this deal. Is it famous? That's famous? It is now. <laughs> I don't think it's famous. Well known. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that bad. Come on. No, it's just a joke, man. But <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I guess I think I don't know. Because I don't, I don't see why you couldn't do the whole portage thing. That seems you could do that. Well, it like it's a whole like it's back to the now. There's a whole. This is this is definitely psychological. Uh, <laughs> Like if I, how my legs get funny, this is the leg thing that helped me quit running. And then like, if I'm got another 40 pounds on my, or 50 pounds, it's actually 55, I think. It's my canoe uh, on my back. I'm probably going to mess up my legs some more, which probably means I need to get my act together and my fitness stuff. And then I start, you know, if this is like downward spiral catastrophizing a little bit, like I can't do this before I do that. And I'm not going to do that before I do this. And now there's too much to do. And I'm not going to do it. You're overthinking it, man. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All right, here's what you do. Here, here's what you do tomorrow. Is it, is it snowing up there yet? I didn't know. <laughs> if it's not snowing tomorrow, okay, if it's not snowing tomorrow, you take the canoe out, you run down the block and run back. You can't, you don't run with the canoe. Well, you, what, you, you, <laughs> you go down the block and down and then come back. Other than there, there is, there is like a, a block and a half and come back. You just work up to it. Thanks, coach. As long as it's not snowing, no snow. Okay, <laughs> no snow. There's a there's a half marathon in uh, I think it's Ely or somewhere where they actually people started doing it with portaging, like with a canoe on their on their shoulders. That sounds awful. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it, it, it's super intense. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, I think I've come to the point sometimes where I do exactly what I just did, like. Because I've, I've been sometimes, because, you know, everything is an ebb and flow in life, right? Yeah. So sometimes you're on top, sometimes you're on the bottom, and sometimes 
you're just confused on exactly should I be doing this or I'm looking at this or how to, and then, so now I'm just at the point right now where I'm just like, you know what, let's get it done. So let's find a way to make this happen or make that happen. And so I think sometimes we get caught up in our overthinking, like you were saying, cause I definitely do at times like, Oh, it just becomes overwhelming and you just don't know what to do. And then you just take that first step and you're like, all right, I have a clear understanding of what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, but for me, yeah. I think, I think it's the time, like, uh, establishing the right time and the time, you know, like seems like, especially with the, the kid, like the, you gotta, you gotta be able to improv a little bit. And, and, and that takes some time to get used to as yeah. well on like, uh, well, this is, you know, you, you figure out what kind of routine, and, and everybody's different, even little kids, they have different personalities on, on what they can handle and what they can't. And so you got to learn all that stuff before you can meld the family and everything together too. So you yeah. may be dealing with some of that too, of just like, it's literally all sitting in front of you and you're like, what the hell <laughs> is happening? Yeah, it definitely is that. And there's another manifestation of this. And I think I alluded to it with the bike stuff. I have these like dreams for the kid and they're like almost obsessions for the, for him too. And like, uh, can you spell one? Yeah. I mean like biking, like this kid, this kid, he needs to like biking and he like, he need like in my heart, he needs to. And that seems so like authoritarian parent that is not me, but also like, I really want him to, I think it'd be awesome. Like, or canoeing. I really love him to like, enjoy that. I think, I think it'd be fun, but like, I have no right to impose that on the kid, or maybe I do. I don't know. I had a friend. I feel like I want to. This is a really good quote. Uh, our friend Mike uh, from school. He said, "Remember, the baby doesn't change you. You change the baby." And <laughs> I thought, he wasn't meaning that in like a negative way, but no, it was, it was yeah. beautiful and and very interesting in my head. I don't know. Well, but, part of the, I mean, part of that is, I'll 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 give you an example that from a quote you said. You said the kid has to like the Cubs. <laughs> he does. Right? You've already established that it's okay to give a perspective to the child <laughs> of a certain way to view the world. So what? it's okay to do some of that stuff. You're not, I know you, so your personality is not going to allow you to go overboard with it. Yeah. So relax. It's all good. <laughs> Find that first step, take care of one of them, and then the rest will follow. Oh, this is a classic luck and Glenn combo right here. <laughs> Glenn thinking too much and luck just saying, go for it, chill, it's fine. <laughs> I, I mean, there are times when I'm just like, I, 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 you know, I want to get the chairs done and I need to, you know, we're, we're looking at possibly, you know, putting the house on the market eventually and we're doing this and that and what do we got to get done? And then we got school and then we got, you know, school is my job, and then we got coaching, and we got kids. So I get it. It's just right now, this time of year, which is weird because I don't have anything going on in my life, which I'm usually overwhelmed with. Right now, everything seems clear. So at certain times, it will be clearer than others. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. That's my now, sage advice. Uh, yeah. Do you think uh... – since you're the sage in the situation, do you think scheduling <laughs> these are like, uh, not like scheduling, but like, uh, how do I say this? 
this is great airtime. I yeah, just want to- hang on, shut up. Okay. So, <laughs> like you get like these ideas in your head. Do you ever like rank prioritizing? Like I want to do this one. This is my one. And then like you kind of like get get the like here. I think I, you, I, I'm I think you have to I think time you have on my own rank. thing. I think you have to soft rank them. Okay. So, yeah. So, this is your thing you want to get done. However, if number two, if there's a door to number two that I can get done right away, that just yeah. happens to open. I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise. Like I said, it just becomes overwhelming, right? Right, right, right. So what's number one? Is it the portage thing? You know, what it really probably should be is fitness. And because I keep thinking about this kid, I'm going to be super old when this kid is 18 and I need to be able to like, you're not going to be super old. That's what it feels like. I don't know. (laughs) I don't want to hear that crap. Uh, fitness I, is uh, is important. We have dad got fitness. Talk about it all the time. Yeah, I'm I know you guys good. are doing great. I, I, and you were even just saying you you got some in for the show. That's great. I I, I think you, it's good. It's good work. Uh, I, it's taken a little while, and obviously there's ebb and flow with it. And and this has been one of my projects too. I'll say because yeah. I as you know I've kind of I I like to research on what's out there and what's new stuff because I can kind of feel like I'm getting in a rut and things like that, and then I lose focus on doing it so it's taken me a while to figure out how to focus to make time to do some of that stuff whether it's and to figure out what how it's going to work so i've i've found a program you know that's allows me most time to get done within 20 to 25 minutes and i don't feel like i have to go anywhere or do anything and i feel like i'm, I'm getting something out of it so that works then right yeah. so sometimes it's just like a trial and error to figure out what's going to work and it, it could take a while and things like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I almost think fitness though should be, it should be elevated above project level. Like your personal fitness, just for example, is more important than a stupid table. Not a, you know, not a stupid table. Yeah, no, saying, no, but I, like, you're, you're like, absolutely right. It is. But somehow in the majority, I would say the majority of the people out there, fitness just kind of gets plugged into, I need to do that. I'll figure it out type of thing. Yeah, but you're and then we, right. more and we neglect it. Yes, exactly. I'm with we, we, especially you and I and various other folks have seen the positive benefits of it, but somehow like, and know the repercussions of not doing it mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. And yet, what are we doing? But That's, not me, we, I'm, I mean me at this point. Is, isn't that what the movies always tell us? Humans are, are destined to be our own self-destruction. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. We're ending this on a dour negative. No, I don't like that. All right. Tell me your number one and how can you get this done? Uh, Well, number one is getting the tandem bike up and running, I think. Let's do it. What does it need? How do we get this done? Uh, The wheel is in the shop. And then I got a, I've been researching and learning about uh, brake lines. I've never replaced a brake line, but I'm going to replace a brake line and it's going to be fun. Super easy. Super easy. I've done that. On a bike, uh, you're talking? Yeah. Uh, and it's also, it's got a drum break, which is weird. And I got to put Ooh. a line into yeah. that. Okay. That's a little different, but you yeah. can do so, it. Uh, basically the wheel and two brakes. You're mechanical enough. You can do that. I got yeah, faith. In I, it. I think I, yeah, I'm reading the internet. I can, can you do the break without the wheel? Is that a possibility? Uh, I, well, I, there's a cost problem here. I'm not sure if the wheel is fixable. So I need to have the bike shop tell me that it's fixable before I do the, the, okay. You've already you've already taken the first step to getting this done. Yeah, I'm, I maybe I maybe I'm okay on this one. Maybe maybe I got a plan. Yeah. So what's the next thing? Probably got to figure out that fitness stuff. 
and I don't know if that counts as project. I think I think maybe I need to differentiate my time here. Like there's fitness, and that's the number one. And then number two is other projects, soft ranked. Okay. Okay. I like it. Yeah. We're prioritizing. We're prioritizing. We're adulting, which is awful. <laughs> awful. So bad. So bad. <laughs> you know what was a great project that we had in the past that maybe we should talk about the next segment? What's that? When we had a baseball road trip that we should discuss. That was a, that was a heck of a project. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome back, Gab fans, and we are glad you are here for this segment. Hopefully, you've been having a great time hanging out with us so far. Glenn is with us still, as always. I am Luck. Not always, but here, but most of the time. I would say 95% of the shows I'm on. Uh, Glenn and I, we're going to reminisce a little of this, so you're going to have to put up with it, but you might have fun with it because we had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. So, Glenn and I are both uh, baseball fanatics. And uh, I mean, probably less than you, but yes. Uh, well, it's certain aspects of the game. You, you're right up there, I would say. <laughs> um, maybe more of the romanticism of the game. Oh, uh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I, I know some stuff. Okay, <laughs> so we at, at a certain point we went to the same college. We were going to school together, and um, we had the idea of. <laughs> I have, I have a koozie to prove it with me. <laughs> He's got his Illinois State stuff going. Um, so we had the idea to go. We talked about different baseball parks and how cool the different parks are and, and the, which parks we like best and what's not. And then uh, so in 05, we took a trip. It was a one-day trip. We drove to Kansas City to go to a Royals-Cardinals baseball game. And it was a it was almost a spontaneous we left on a Saturday morning. We went to a Saturday night game and drove back, slept in the car overnight, maybe, yeah. in St. Louis. And then it was almost like a 24-hour road trip just to go to the game. So we took that idea, and then we decided, hey, you know what? We should put this on steroids. Yeah. So we you want to take it. You, you can jump in any time. Um, we eventually came to the point to where we were both able to we decided to do a ballpark tour and see as many ballparks as we could see within a certain amount of time. It was, I think it was like, oh, here, I got it. Hang on. I it was a that. Saturday to a Saturday is what it here, was. I, I got the stats. Where'd it go? Hold on. I put them at the end of this thing. Uh, it was 3,100 uh, miles, 13 states, eight days, eight stadiums, seven games, six orders of nachos, five tickets from scalpers, Four nights in a tent, one unforgettable lifetime experience. And it was, was, romantic, it was awesome. There. It was amazing. <laughs> so the rundown was uh, Glenn lived in Chicago at the time. I lived in Springfield in central Illinois. So the plan was, I would give you guys background, then we'll get to all the fun stuff. The plan was I drive to Glenn's house. Uh, then we would drive to Detroit. We would hit a Detroit game. Then we were going to drive to Pittsburgh. Detroit was on Saturday night. Pittsburgh was Sunday afternoon. Then we drove to Philadelphia for a Monday night game. And being history nerds, we both hit we hit up Gettysburg on the way. From Philadelphia, 
we went to Boston. Yeah. We went to Boston, slept overnight in the car in Boston. We had a terrible day in Boston. Awful. <laughs> yeah. Worst day of the whole trip in Boston. <laughs> From Boston, we left and slept in a tent somewhere overnight and went to the Baseball Hall of Fame and maybe had one of the best days, if not the best day of the trip, just exploring the Hall of Fame. Left the Hall of Fame, drove down through Pennsylvania to Baltimore and saw an Orioles game. Went up to New York and met up with Glenn's sister, who lives in New York. So we had lodging there, which was phenomenal. Um, did we stay two nights in New York? I think so. We went to New Yankee as a tour. No, we did not. We did Old Yankee as a tour. That's old. It was Old Yankee? Yeah, yeah it, was it was Old Yankee. Yankee. Yeah, it was Old Yankee. Yeah, sorry. And we, we toured Old Yankee. Then we uh, saw a game at the, the Shea. Awful. Yeah. But the greatest story ever with the home yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then left there on a Saturday morning, drove to Cleveland Saturday night, saw an Indians game, left Cleveland, finished in Chicago, I would say around midnight-ish. <laughs> Didn't you drive home? And I drove home that night. So yeah. we literally drove from New York to Chicago with the baseball game in between in about 14 hours. Yeah. yeah. So that's the, that's the quick rundown of the trip. It was an amazing trip. It was an amazing trip. And I, you know, it was 2007. Uh, we had, I, I had, I think I just got a laptop, which maybe not just got, but you I think were I one after school uh, was out. It was like my first job. So I bought myself a laptop and I was really excited about it. And we uh, we subsisted on using Wi-Fi at McDonald's for free somehow, and then you, you were working for AT and T. Yeah, well, and yeah. it was because like, oh, because of, of my AT and T something. You're and, 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 you're, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a roadmap like uh, old school Atlas. Old school, yes. We had the book, I think. Then we we had the Atlas book. Yeah, that had every state in it. I'm looking at my like journal, and there's so many times where it's like. Well, we got lost again. Well, we got lost. Again. <laughs> like, we made a poor decision on our routing. Like, how that experience would have been so different today. Oh my gosh! Today, with a smartphone and just the amount of information we would have had, I think we had, uh, like, you know, we had like uh, quasi smartphones then, to where like we could get on websites or something. To where it could help out, but we didn't have like a true smartphone, and yeah. then we just used the Wi-Fi spots. Yeah, but yeah, be, I remember a bunch of times like, oh sh crap, we need to find a McDonald's. We don't know what the heck we're doing. We need to mm -hmm. like, establish what's going on here. It, yes. I, so okay, do you think the experience would be better or worse without a smartphone? Uh neutral. I think neutral. we would find more cool stuff with the smartphone. We would find some more cool restaurants to hit up, or some, or you know, something like that. But I feel uh, like there's there's weird things that were like so memorable, like when we drove into West Virginia. Yes. Who knew? Who knew that West Virginia is is? So where's I don't even can't even figure it out. Where's West Virginia? If, in the situation. If, if you are unaware, so if you're going from Southern Ohio into Southern Pennsylvania, you have to drive through ten to thirteen miles of West Virginia between the two states, which I never knew. And so I'll, let me give you a picture. I'm driving at the time, and it's foggy out. It's we like, have left Detroit 
Saturday night. We're driving to Pittsburgh overnight where we're going to camp out somewhere in some campground Glenn found. And we're driving through the hills because we're starting to come into the hills and it's foggy. And all of a sudden we're driving over there saying all of a sudden we see a welcome to West Virginia sign out of nowhere. Like where in the hell are we going and how did we get here? And then like 10 minutes later, welcome to Pennsylvania. Like, Holy crap! What just happened? <laughs> but we would that would that's such a memorable, distinct memory. Like I, I, I can picture the pitch black. I can picture. I think it was raining. I can mm-hmm. picture so much. And I, I don't know if it, if it wasn't for the West Virginia thing, if I would have that memory as strong. And I definitely would oh, yeah. like. I would have known West Virginia was there if I had Google Maps on my phone, like telling me. Like for, and it wouldn't have been such a surprise. That's true. That, that would have taken away some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It would. I don't know. Um, how about not being able to find the campground at freaking Cooperstown? Cooperstown. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no, so no. annoying. Or was it? What camp? We stayed at a campground twice, didn't we? Yeah, near Gettysburg. Yeah, that's what I thought. There was one time where we had. I, I got it in the journal, like. Uh, we were we didn't know what to do. We were like halfway between here and there, and it was getting late. And we at least knew that we knew about that campground because we already stayed there. So we're like, let's just go back there because we're yes. tired of we're tired of failing. That. Yes, <laughs> I remember that. Um, I think nowadays I wouldn't camp at all. I would just price line the cheapest thing we could find <laughs> on the way. <laughs> I thought camping was funny. It, it was you know, funny. Every- it, it adds to the trip. But like, especially like that, that where we slept in the car in Rhode Island overnight on the way yeah, to Boston, that was so you're stupid. like, uh, where's my $40 Priceline hotel room I can find right now? Yeah. 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 And every time, so, uh, as I was dating my wife, uh, we went on a camping trip and we took that tent and every time she saw, she got in that tent, she's like, I can't believe you and Lucky fit in this tent. Like it was a, cause it was a pretty small backpacking tent. And she's yeah. like, I can't believe you guys were, like did this. And I was like, it's fine, whatever. He's like, <laughs> she's like, it's tiny. And then it melted in the sun and this weird thing. And I got a bigger what? tent to what? make it better. Yes, uh, we didn't talk about that. We slept in a two-man like, like backpacking, said, backpacking tent. tent. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, kind of tight with your snoring. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but remember, French was supposed to go with us. Yeah, I he couldn't go at the last minute or something. Yeah, something something happened and he, he couldn't make it. So I don't know how that would have I don't know how that would have affected our, our sleeping every night. I mean, it, it obviously it didn't happen or something. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. It, it was a great. I wanted. I keep talking about doing another ballpark tour. That's how fun that is. That was thirteen years ago. Thirteen okay? years. Yeah. I keep coming up with ideas of like I want to do this again. I tell people this story all the time. I'm like. I saw this many stadiums in this many days, and I went. You know, we we traveled all out to the Northeast. We saw almost every stadium out the Northeast, and people that I tell, usually guys, they're just like, or people that like baseball, though, they they just think it's amazing. Yeah, they they're like, I would love to do something like that. I said, go do it. Just, just <laughs> Make go do a project. It. Just start planning. Just start planning. You got to find a, a a link in the schedule, but get it done. Yeah, and. I think it it uh, you you accuse me of being a baseball romantic, and I think I I own that, I, and I think I became even more one through that trip. I had a realization of like being more than just a Cub fan and being being a baseball fan. And, and I like, tell people that too. Yeah, like once you kind of get out. And, I, and another thing is, so we 
so where we've grown up uh, even where you're kind of at now uh baseball is pretty popular in terms of going to a game and, and things like that so ticket prices aren't exactly cheap yeah man some of these cities you got to go to the cities where they lose all the time because the tickets are so cheap yeah yeah I wrote it down in the journal. So uh, it is particularly PNC, which was, I think, our favorite. Would, would you agree? PNC, PNC is still my favorite park yeah. I've been. Okay, great place. Really awesome. We bought tickets for five bucks a piece. Wait. Uh, no, five bucks for two tickets. Then we traded for some other tickets and 10 bucks. So 15 bucks, two tickets. Face value of each was 16. So we got two for one. I think we traded down. Uh, accidentally uh but whatever um so 15 bucks for two tickets and we kept moving around the stadium because it was yeah it did it didn't matter where we were sitting because and then so at the time i think i did the math and i uh (laughs) here's what i wrote i tried doing the math and it's not exorbitantly more expensive to fly in for a weekend series scalp some tickets uh to go to three games in pittsburgh and instead of going to wrigley for the bleachers (laughs) which is crazy i mean it's a little bit more now so so that ignited um my love for pnc park which i've been to twice since then um and and so in this trip also kind of we 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 morphed it a little bit but that became it, it became my honeymoon road trip too where we kind of followed a similar path so we we hit pnc on the honeymoon um a few years ago uh because of that, Lady Luck fell in love with PLC. She loves that park too. So we, we on Memorial Day weekend, a couple of years ago, we drove to PNC and and watched more games there, and it, it's just phenomenal and what all the little things you can learn from from just visiting these places. Yeah, yeah. It, man, I do love that park though. It was so good, and I you can almost touch Carrie Wood. I think. I think yeah, because the because the, the wall is so short. Yeah, the left field is tiny. Yeah. It's like. It's like four foot Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I never realized how much I would have hated Fenway until I went there. And I'm not a big fan of Fenway because I realize I'm a little above average in my size, okay? But <laughs> I don't fit in the seats, all right? So, and the seats don't all face the field. Yeah, that place is so weird. And the ex- the crazy amount of seats that are in right field versus left field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you look at the seat seat options, and there's like triple the number of types of seats than any other ballpark because there's like there's the ten seats on this roof, and there's the thirteen seats on this other part. It's like they got this hodgepodge yeah. you know, in the right field. Yeah. It's like nuts. <laughs> and um, I loved we we went to Philly, did the Rocky stairs, which Glenn kind of poo pooed. But I, I, I definitely I, put food. I made you run them twice because I screwed up the video. Yes, I still have that video. I found it <laughs> on the video. Um, Glenn pooed, but I'm so happy I did the Rocky stairs. And then we tried to do the Constitution Hall, and and all that stuff was closed. But uh, great, it was it was so fun. I would recommend doing any sort of road trip like that to anybody. Get it done, make it happen. Um, it, we how long did we spend planning this thing? I don't remember. It was a couple well, of months, I believe. The scheduling stuff, like we had to get the kind of figure that part out. That was the big thing. You know, who's who's home for a game. And we, yeah. we wanted to see a Yankee game, but we couldn't. Uh, so that's why we took the tour. Mm-hmm. Something else that we missed. 
Um, we couldn't go to DC. They weren't home at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but Camden was amazing. I love. I Camden, love. That was our Camden is so we were lower deck, but like back in the lower deck underneath the canopy. <laughs> and the Orioles were craptastic at that time. Thirty so, games out or twenty games at September. So yeah, and uh, <laughs> we were walking. And so how you get there? There's a there's a walkway and then you have to walk up and underneath the, the bleacher. So we're walking up and underneath the canopy to our seats and the usher calls us down and say, Hey guys, Hey guys, where are you sitting? And we tell him, and he's like, you can sit on the bottom part here, anywhere in the first 20 rows. And we kind of dumbfoundedly look at him. Like, okay. If you insist, we will move <laughs> on down. That was another yeah, great story. Our butts weren't even in the seats, and he's like, "Get down here!" Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> get down here. So it looks like we have people on TV. Would you please? Which we later figured that one out. Yeah. Versus What's like uh, Citizens Bank, where we felt like like oh. there was always eyes on us. Awful <laughs> ushers at Citizens. Okay, you cannot um, go down to your seats while there's a batter at the plate. You have to wait for the new batter. Um, I don't hate that. That is a respectful thing to do, but they were hardcore about it. They were, yeah. Like I bet if you had a kid that like had to pee, they'd be mad at them like coming up during a batter. Yeah, yeah. And eh, I mean, it was a, it was a good park. It was a decent it, park. Really good park. Yeah, they're really cool. Actually, really the details about the tigers. I remember the columns that had like the tiger scratches on them. It was pretty cool. You're talking Detroit. Oh. Well, crap. Uh, yes, I got confused. Sorry. Detroit, yes. Yeah. yeah. Detroit with the, huge, with the huge tigers out the front as well. Yeah. And like you said, the details all along with the scratches on the walls. And, and the, yes, very cool. Very cool yeah. place. Um, I got in a little trouble in Detroit because the, the year before, the Cardinals had beaten the Tigers in the World Series. And and Glenn, and I've, I've, I've picked this up from Glenn, and Glenn hates to pay for parking. Okay. <laughs> No, so, that was a communal thing. We were being cheap together. And, and I totally – I know. I'm totally agreeing with this. I hate to pay for parking too. So <laughs> we found different ways to get to parks without paying for parking. And one of those ways in Detroit was we went to a sports bar, which had a shuttle to the game. It, it was by uh, Tiger Stadium. It was by the old Tiger Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so – Oh, my God. What, why did we do that? I, let, me tell, let me tell this. Let me tell this. All okay. right, all right. So – we go to a, it's it's a bar near Old Tiger Stadium. So and it's still kicking, even though Comerica's exists, and it's like I don't know, multiple miles away. Let's just say, and so like this is clearly a Tigers bar, right? And yet the Cardinals and the Tigers had played in the World Series the year before. <laughs> Luck is wearing a Cardinal shirt, I believe. Um, I wore my 2006 World, World Series. Series. Yeah, yeah. Sure. He also wore his red uh, contact lenses. Just yeah. to completely stir the pot. So we go to this tiger bar. We're getting these looks. Thankfully, Luck is a big dude because uh, people <laughs> people did not want to mess with him. And you see these red eyes, and you're like, okay, I really don't want to mess with this guy. I don't know what – what is he on something? And then you realize, no, it's probably just, like, colored. But it was nuts. And then we get in this this bus. Like, we were kind of late to get on it, and we had to go all the way to the back. So we had to go through all these Tigers fans that are trying to get on this bus to go over to Comerica, having been at this this old-school tiger bar. Oh my God! The noises and the the jeers that we got. Whew! Thank God, luck a big dude. <laughs> 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 All right, that was, 
that I might have been a little jerk on that one. Okay, I, I yeah, fully admit I was going full jerk that day. It doesn't always happen, but it happened that day. You fully admit what? Oh, I said I. Uh, I fully admit I was a jerk that day. <laughs> yeah. It was so, good. what's it was- um, uh, what's one thing you wish you could? do or change or wish we would have done on that trip uh we 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 had that trouble in cooperstown uh getting to the campsite the night before and then uh finding uh the brewery Um, amagong didn't have food and it was a whole thing we had to get food bad food we got to we got to actual cooperstown with like three two hours and uh we should have had a lot more time but it was cooperstown was really cool it was really cool the the actual hall i it's clear that they were inspired by a church and they made it look holy. Like, and like it, it, that sounds a bit sacrilegious and it probably is slightly, but like at the front is the original hall, like the original members. Is it six? Like Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth and I don't know who else. But like, it kind of has like, it's almost like it's the altar. And then like down the sides are all the other ones. And it's got this like very reverent feel and you feel like I got chills. Like, With the skylights and the sun yeah. shining in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It um, was, it was super cool. More t- you needed, you need almost a day for the hall of fame there. Yeah, definitely. Really do. Uh, Lady luck loved it. Cause we went there on the honeymoon. Yeah. How many people out there went to their baseball hall of fame on the honeymoon? <laughs> Not many. Okay. Lady <laughs> luck loved it and wants to go back at some point. So you heard her, you heard her on the, on the, (laughs) (laughs) you heard it people. Um, I think, so I don't know if you remember this at, uh, first of all, I went to New York, this first time I'd ever been in New York city. So you guys are like, what do you want to do? And I had no idea, but I appreciate everything I saw there, but I just don't know if you can ever see enough in New York city. So I wish I would have saw more in New York city. Um, um, and then, uh, I don't remember we went to, um, I, I, I wish I would have sampled even more local cuisine or foods or yeah. in Boston or, or places like, or, you know, Baltimore. I think we had Boog's barbecue. I don't remember it at the stadium. Um, just, just things like that. Uh, did we get cheesesteaks and we got, I think we did get cheesesteaks, but we didn't get them. We got them at the stadium. Yeah. Type we were thing. being a little cheap. I think, being a little older and having a little more uh, expendable cash, we would we would probably partake yeah. in more food and beverage. Um, probably yeah. walk less from parking spaces. Yeah, we would have probably paid for parking. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, and but uh, at the Philly Stadium, they had a uh, um, you could make your own call, and then they would you know give you the CD or whatever. I I, I kind of regret I I never did that. Um, overall, though, like just so amazing. Uh, so many places that we picked up from Manti Brothers, which I still love from uh, Pittsburgh. Um, uh, the uh, I still remember that bar we went to in New York City, like it was like the 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 cowboy bar, or it was. Uh, do you remember this place? Uh, I, no, I, I remember game. we probably got intoxicated. <laughs> it was it was after the game that we went to, and it was uh, I think it was your sister's work friends were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps. And it was like this cowboy esque type. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was. I mean, it was all just fun 
and, and I love traveling. And so the whole travel aspect, just, I just love the trip and I, I want to do something like that again. And I just have not been able to figure it out. It's on my project list. It will happen again sometime. I like the structure that it brings. Uh, I think we may have sort of walked into one here with the kid that we've kind of put a lot of focus on national parks. And I think we might end up doing various trips to national parks. And I like, I like that idea that like you have a destination and, but the destination isn't wholly the, 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 it's the journey as well. You know? Yes. Um, I keep trying to put together and it's gotta be, I, it's gotta be longer than what we did. I want to go out west. I'm, I don't, haven't been out west very much. So I want to do a ballpark tour out west as a way to see out west as well as cross off every stadium because now this has been has 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 come about to where it's the goal now. I want to see all 32 stadiums. Pretty soon it's going to be 34, and I want to see them all. I want to experience all of them. How many do you have? Do you know? Um, 13 or 14. Okay. Somewhere around there. Um, I need to start checking off some more, but keep having kids. Yeah. I don't know what oh, to do. Pandemic stuff. <laughs> well, this year, pandemic. Yes. Yeah. Man, we went 25 minutes on this. All right. Awesome. Hope you guys enjoyed our memory uh, re ridiculousness. And uh, uh, hopefully you can experience a trip like that as well sometime. Yeah. It's time, Glenn. It's time. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, for your listening pleasure, it is time for the always popular, ever popular, most popular segment of the show, Odds and Ends. Yay. I'm still working on the intro. I am still working on it. I'm going to open my second beer because we're in this section. Same beer? It's a Summit. This one's an EPA. This is a classic one from them. An EPA? Yeah. Extra pale ale. Oh, okay. I don't know all the, the beer lingo. I just yeah, you know, Mike's going to do that segment about it, you know? Yeah, uh, he's supposed to explain all the different types of pale ales that yeah, yeah. we haven't quite got to yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds like a perfect dad gap segment. I, just, I agree. It may, it may require some off-air research though which is not his forte maybe we could bribe him if we like would send him different beers then he'll then have to talk about them and then that's that that'll explain the types of beers oh my god that's brilliant <laughs> i love it have you come across these uh beer delivery sites no uh, uh, some of the breweries around here deliver themselves but right because of pandemic there's one called like Drizzly or something. Um, I see it pop up on my social media stuff sometimes. And uh, you can get beer delivered. Beer, wine, or liquor delivered. Is it like uh, a good variety or something more interesting? Or is it basically just from – they just are the middle person between the liquor store and you? Um, I think they are the middle person. But okay. if it's a good liquor store, then, you, you know, as always, the variety could be good. Okay. Some of the big ones around here, you can do like order online and curbside pickup and stuff. Yeah. Um, we were just at Benny's the other day and uh, they do that. 
but they're, yeah. you know, they're huge. Right. So, um, this one actually says shipped and delivered when I'm on the site for Drizzly. So I, I, I'm interested in some of this stuff. Um, I've never really, uh, taken the splurge on it. They do have a craft beer section. So I don't know, maybe Mike, I we're willing to, uh, to uh, bribe you to get this uh, IPA segment done. So <laughs> I, I've got something. I've got something for odds and ends. Okay. We don't have to have the uh, awkward silence okay. come up. Um, so I've been super excited to do this. All right. Super so, excited. Super excited. So I bought a brisket uh, maybe a month ago. So a full on. 20 pound brisket 20 pound brisket is that 20 pounds. brisket always beef yes as far as i know okay so this big giant hunk of beef actually i bought two of them they were on sale at the grocery store i bought them they've been sitting in the bottom of our freezer because it's uh it's one of those chest freezers deep freezers yeah, yeah, yeah. and so it's been sitting at the bottom of taking up just a massive amount of space so finally i had the opportunity to to attempt to smoke this thing because I kept saying I wanted to, but I didn't want to like waste all the meat and have that much left to freeze. Anyways. So we had the opportunity because we were seeing enough people today that last night I could put it on the smoker overnight and get this thing going. So I got off work. Uh, we were done in the school at two forty-five, So I came home and I it's vacuum sealed. I rip off the package and you have to trim it first. So you have to trim off the fat, the fat, certain fat, not all the fat, just certain fats, like the thick fats. And there, there's a big vein of fat. That took me about an hour to figure out how to trim it. And then after you trim it and you put the seasoning on, you just kind of coat it all on there and let it sit for like an hour or so. So I put this thing on at like five o'clock last night. And the recipe, I got a recipe. I, I follow this guy, Malcolm Reed, how to barbecue, right? There's a little plug for him right there. And um, he's awesome. Every recipe I've gotten from this guy has been phenomenal. I've done pulled pork. I've done Cuban sandwiches. I've done um, different types of chicken breast. Phenomenal. So I followed his recipe. So I smoked it at 195 for eight hours. So about 1 o'clock, I fell asleep. So it was more closer to 2 o'clock. I pulled it off, and then I wrapped it in butcher paper threw it back on the grill or back on the smoker for till about seven and pulled it off, put it. And then, so this is a trick I've learned having this little smoker. This is part of my little, my current project, so to speak, like um, to keep food warm, especially if you're smoking it or something like that, wrap it in a towel and throw it in a cooler and it keeps it warm. Um, oh, I guess it makes sense. It's it insulates it all. Thermal. So we drove down to Springfield from here about an hour, hour and a half, right? So we get to the place. It's still steaming hot, still steaming warm. So we cut off some brisket, and it was fantastic. I mean, it, I could do a better job next time, but for the first time of smoking a brisket and doing the 20 pounds of beef and everything, I was super happy with it. So wow. it, that was an accomplishment for my day already. Do, do you have like a rub or you like barber? Like, is there like barbecue sauce? Like, how does this work? So this guy has his own like seasoning line. Um, okay. You might see the store. It's called Killer Hogs. 
And so uh, he puts it's like a barbecue seasoning on the on the bottom, and then he's got a brisket rub to put on the top of it to get the like bark of the brisket. Okay. And it was oh so so happy with myself that I could actually figure this out and do it, and because I've been wanting to do it for so long, because that's like the penultimate not not the penultimate just like the 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 pinnacle of like all these guys like if you can do some good brisket then you, you really kind of know what you're doing a little bit so That's i did like it smoking, like yeah yeah the heap. It's, you know it, it's one of the the things that you kind of strive to get to basically and i did it and i was yes i did it <laughs> and it worked out so no, that was my accomplishment for way uh, to go. That's fun. Did did people like it? Did you? Yeah, did you like phenomenal. Like I mean, they said it was great. It was you know tender. It was juicy still, but it had a nice bark on the outside, and nice. it, was, it was good stuff. Now, what do you have with that? Uh, you can really have anything. Um, I talked to my buddy who was who was making one, and he's um, part of the brisket. You can make burnt ends with. Oh, yeah, which yeah. aren't really burnt ends. They're just kind of, you know, meat slices. And he's putting his over potatoes and cheese and kind of mix them all together. We talked to somebody else who we cut up some meat and gave to, and they were, they were saying they're mix it up with some mac and cheese, perhaps. Oh, I yeah, but, I've had that. Um, around here. It's good. Yeah. So, so you know, just so many options of, of uh, so I was excited. I was like, yes. That's, that's, that's been my little, my little project over the past couple of months, learning how to smoke cook stuff and all the accessories that come with it and um is there like wood pellets how does this work again wood pellets it's wood pellets do you like can you get different kinds of pellets that cause different smoking there are there's like cherry pellets or apple pellets or uh, things like that um the although the the ones that i use the most are actually out of um kenosha and um, it's they just call it their ultimate mix or their perfect mix or something. So it's just kind of a mix of apple cherry and then what they what they think. It's kind of a general for like this will be good for anything type oh, of deal. Okay. So that's kind of what I use. And then you put it in, and it and it, and it kind of runs like an oven because it's it's a pellet grill. So like you put it in, you set it at like last night I set it at one ninety five, and it's got an auger with a motherboard so it'll keep it at that temperature all night long huh. cool patience stuff. you have to be patient cool with stuff. it yeah yeah i mean i've read some guy you know yeah it takes a while i mean How it was, does it, uh, did the girls get involved in this adventure uh funny part is so i'm trying to figure out how to do this i've watched the video a couple times but as i'm cutting <laughs> off the fat yeah. i'm like i need to watch the video again while i'm doing it so Your I had hands are a fatty mess. My, and my, fan, my <laughs> hands are bloody and fatty, you know, and, and so I had K1 come and restart the YouTube video multiple times while I'm getting it done. But the 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 mound of beef was so big I didn't even have a platter big enough to really like put it on. So I had two platters it was covering. So yeah, I need to up my game a little on some of this, but it was awesome. In those situations, are you faking it to your kids that you know what you're doing, or are you are you of the mindset like, hey, I'm just learning. Do you want to help me learn? Um, I think both. I think yeah. you're absolutely right. <laughs> there's certain times when you're like, I don't want to look like I'm faking this. <laughs> and there's certain times when you're like, it's okay for her to learn with me. 
I like that. I like that. I think realizing <laughs> as I've gotten older, my parents faked so many things. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you didn't know how to do that, did you? You you are just BSing the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. That was. Uh, so I'm still kind of in my. Uh, oh, I don't know. Post glow of <laughs> your meat glow. This this. And I barely even ate any of it, you know. I just had bits and pieces as I was cutting it for other people. But it was just I did it and I accomplished it and it was it was phenomenal. There was one time I ate at a Brazilian steakhouse. I've heard those are phenomenal. I've not uh, partaken in that yet. Do you get the concept? You can basically have as much food as you want. Mm -hmm. uh, you have these like stop and go like uh, coasters to tell them to keep bringing you food or not. And we were also uh, imbibing in uh, uh, adult beverages, and no, uh, somebody else was no paying way. for it. And uh, the next day, I it was a, it was a school night, quote unquote. Um, and I I don't know what happened, but uh, I, I think I, I think I used the word meat hangover. I have a meat hangover. <laughs> It was <laughs> almost like meat sweats. Kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. It was all mixed up into one. It was, it was, it was good though. Very worth it. Uh, my friends at work, they, um, they really wanted to go a bunch of times. I was like, you can't go to that place without just being worthless afterwards. So like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going there for lunch. I just won't do it. Like, I'll go for dinner on a Friday probably. Uh, right. But, like, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Because, you know, you try to win buffets, you know, like. You... Yeah, that's part of the problem. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I haven't grown any wiser in that front. Uh, age. <laughs> your, 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 your age has not brought wisdom in the, in the buffet. No, no, I still want to win the buffet. <laughs> that's part of my problem when I go to the, like, all-inclusive uh, baseball games, right? Because it's. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and partake. So when we sat in the green seats at the Cardinals game last year. So the green seats are like the right behind home plate seats. It's all inclusive. There's a buffet inside. There's a bar. You can just order whatever you want. Plus there's waiters outside that bring you food. Every time the waiter walked by, I had my hand up for more food <laughs> enough to the point where the, like people sitting next to us were like, what are you getting this time? And they, you know, it just became a joke, but they were like, live it up, man. Like <laughs> might as well. You're only going to sit here like once or twice in your life. So, are they were they uh, regulars or were they also kind of peons like yourself? No offense. They, yes, they yes they were they you know it was a celebration trip for them as well and they Good. just you know that type of deal. I feel like if you, you were regulars, you would be super annoyed by that activity. But like yeah, everybody, yeah. but fellow like just uh, special occasion folks, like you would you get could get it. You know. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coincidentally, they were from our hometown. So they oh, were yeah. more common. And oh, yeah, that's good. I love, yeah. you know, we're talking about the romanticism of baseball. Uh, I, I love when you can really get into it and, like, uh, befriend your neighbors at a game. Yeah, that's nice. It, it feels it feels like you're in something together even more. It's nice. We, um, I have another story for that. Uh, on our honeymoon when we were at PNC, uh, we, we, we went to the PNC – by the way, we bought the most expensive ticket we could. We're on a honeymoon. We're going to splurge, right? The most expensive ticket we could buy at the time was 55 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so we're sitting up with the, you know, rich people. And um, 
they're talking about pierogies. And Lady Lecter's around and, and was like, what's a pierogi? And they were all aghast. And <laughs> we did not know what a pierogi was. So she shoots back at him. Oh, yeah? Do you know what a horseshoe is? Oh, God. Obviously, they did it. And so, but we had a little fun banter going back and forth on the food stuff. It was good. It was good stuff. Yeah, the problem is you have one town that likes horseshoes, and you yeah. have a whole nation <laughs> that likes pierogies. So... I mean, I'm a total fan of pierogies now that I know what they are. But I just, <laughs> just didn't know what they were at the time. <laughs> yes. What What was your uh, basketball thing? What was your – What was your – you were looking up the Chicago Bulls thing. What was that? Oh, yeah, to answer the question. Oh, okay. uh, The okay. question of the week. All right. We'll get to that. Um, are you watching football tomorrow? No. You're not watching Don't care. Football? What what are you what are you doing tomorrow? Uh, a project, anything but that. Wow, really? That's yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, at some point, I, I have, I'm, uh, if you take it like in religious terms, I'm, I'm, I'm agnostic right now. Like, I mean, I'm a Bears fan, but I don't, I don't know anything about them. I don't care. Like, welcome to my club. I don't know anything about them right now. Okay, either. but you, you're gonna care. Like, I don't care. Actually, to be honest, like this season has really kind of just snuck up on me. Yeah, yeah. Where like Monday I realized, oh, I have a fantasy draft on Wednesday and uh, the season starts Thursday. Just because of the craziness that's been going, everything's been, just, it just snuck up on me. It's like watching the baseball games right now, which I've not completely gotten into either. Yeah. It's, it's a little odd, but I also, this different schedule and the, Cardinals play about a double header every other day. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's just I, I just haven't really gotten into it. So you think? How do you feel? Is it fair for them? Is it just? No, it, it's probably. I don't know if it's fair or just. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's probably more fair to the other teams that they play as many games as they can. Yeah. Whether it's fair to them or not. I don't know if it was them trying to make a buck off of it. Like if there were people in the stands, you know, they would play every game. They, they absolutely could. Yeah. So I don't know. They'll Did still you make see? the playoffs. So it'll be fine. Did you see the, uh, the quarantine situation for the playoffs and what they're doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. With uh, being in Texas and you uh, just using the stadium. They've got two stadiums in Dallas they can use and, craziness because hey we should tear down 20 year old stadiums that's a whole nother thing that i could get on that we're not going in right now so uh question of the week last week was uh i understand it was uh if someone could play you in a movie about your life who would it be and what do you got what do you got for me uh, yeah. he's not an actor, but, uh, he is a celebrity. I was on the train one time and somebody thought I was this guy. He was a Chicago Bulls player, as you've already alluded to, uh, Nikola Mirotich, Mirotich, Nikola Mirotich, Nikola Mirotich, uh, especially when I have my beard. Uh, I guess I kind of do look like him. Um, I would need to see him in a beard. I'm just looking at his basketball reference picture. But. Yeah. Uh, I, the beard and the nose, maybe I could give it to you. Yeah, so give it to them. So, uh, yeah, we'll take it. We'll say that guy. I don't know if he can act, but I don't even know what the heck the story would be. It wouldn't be very good, probably. 
Oh, yeah, I, can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> You're a unique guy. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe a Vin Diesel could pull that off. Uh, uh, you would like to say The Rock, right? But I'm not that tall. So. <laughs> Nor do I have as many tattoos as him. Yeah. But, but if The Rock could do it, you'd want The Rock to do it because whatever right. The Rock does touches or touches turns to gold. So right. exactly, exactly. Um, I don't, I don't know. You got to be bald, uh, fairly broad-shouldered, and um, have some uniqueness to you, like you said. Yeah. So yeah. I think they, those are the first two that come to mind. Yeah, I like it. Who would play Mike? Oh man. Um, Steve Vaughn? No, Steve. Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. That is might be a good option right there. <laughs> is that the guy? Was he yeah. in uh, American Pie? No, wait. No, he was in. Um, Steve Zahn. Is that the right guy? Steve Zahn could work though. Uh, he was in. Uh, <laughs> he really could. Oh my god, I'm awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're so happy with yourself. Uh, yeah, he was in um, the 60s boy band movie, and I can't remember the name of it. I love that movie, though. Um, 60s and, boy band movie? What do you do? Yeah. Uh, that thing you do. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Silverman. That's what I think I know him. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that was another good one. Yeah, I, I can totally see him playing Mike. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Mike? How's that going? <laughs> We're really taking shots at Mike today. <laughs> you took shots at me last week. This is this is new course. I want I want some feedback. I want some feedback. <laughs> All right. Uh, we unfortunately did not post this on uh, social media, so we have no fan interaction. I will rectify that this week. Thanks, Luke, social media manager. Appreciate all the help. Okay. Dude, we're gonna downgrade your pay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so for this week's question, uh, we got off the internet, sorry, but I really like the question. I'm, I'm just being transparent. Uh, if you could speak five languages, well, it's neither, you, you get to pick one of these. You either can speak five languages or you can communicate with animals. Which would you pick? So the question of the week is? It is. Would you, if you, you have to pick one, you can speak five languages or you can communicate with animals. What do you I, I assume you're not going to be on the show next week. So what would you pick? Oh, that's on the spot. I don't know. Five languages is a lot. That sounds mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. But I, does, I guess how unique is this trait? Does everybody get this choice? And so I think I'd want animals if less people had it. Because then I would have more uniqueness. Does that make sense? Yes. You're looking for the unique. I think so. I think because I mean, everybody loved Aquaman because he could, he could communicate. You know, like he had the whole ocean worth of things that could be on his side. Right. I still haven't seen that movie though. Yeah, it's I'm pretty go good. With, I'm going with Aquaman. Aquaman's pretty good. Aquaman's pretty good. Wasn't there a Seinfeld skit about Aquaman and his only power was to talk to the fish, and he really didn't have any powers or something like that. I mean, that's still a huge power. It's like seventy percent <laughs> of the earth, and there's these huge animals. I, I think, but he belittled it. I think he did. Uh, that's bah. my. Uh, Seinfeld belittles everything, though. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, uh, I had a great time. Jumped to time. We got to welcome Glenn back to the show. 
Yeah, it's great. This is this is good fun. Thanks for having uh, me. I hope as anytime, man. Anytime. Uh, I hope everyone out there had a great time. I hope you have a great week. We will try to do better for you next week, though. That's a promise. Every week we try to do better. You can't always deliver, but we always try. It's so a project. You, it's always a project to bring it full circle. From us to you, thanks for hanging out, and we'll keep the bar still open. Thanks for listening. This presentation of the Dad Gab Show has been brought to you by the Dad Gab Network and its parent company, Dad Gab Entertainment.